0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Running the 615. This is your host, Drew Jones. You are listening to episode seven, and today you are in for a real treat. Our guest is my friend, Roy Tamez, and he is absolutely one of the best human beings I have ever met. Roy lives his life to the fullest. Roy shows everyone he meets along the way a level of love and kindness that you will rarely find. If you want to feel better about life, then this is the episode for you. Roy was born in Texas. Roy served in the U.S. Air Force. He then moved to California, where he met his wife and raised his family. Roy eventually moved to Nashville, Tennessee after he was retired. Roy is married to his lovely wife, Darlene, who he affectionately refers to as Dar. They have a daughter, April, a son, Ryan, and three grandchildren. In this episode, we talked to Roy about moving to Nashville and how he became a runner. We talk about all the races that Roy has run in his career. We also talk a lot about the world tour that he and Dar have been on traveling overseas during the past year and a half, and also the road trip that they're getting ready to start here in the United States in their new RV. It's really hard to put into words how big a fan I am of Roy Tamez. The way he lives his life, the way he treats people, the positive attitude he has are all fantastic. As you will hear, Roy even has a cool voice, and just listening to him talk makes you feel good. I'm so glad I got the chance to interview and learn more about my friend. The phrase, to know him is to love him, certainly applies here. I know you guys will feel the same way. Here we go, everyone. Roy Tamez. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Running the 615. This is your host, Drew Jones. I'm sitting across from the Roy Tamez. Roy has recently come back to Nashville, Tennessee. He has been on the road traveling with his lovely wife, Darlene, for over a year now. We are going to dive into that in a bit. But first, we're going to tell a little bit about Roy's story when it comes to running, of course, in Nashville. And one of the neat things is is those stories are kind of intertwined. Roy, thanks for being here today. Thank you so much. It's great to be here to join this crew. Welcome back to Nashville. We'll go a lot of different areas, of course, Roy, because truth be told, I want to know everything there is to know about you because you're just uh, an interesting guy and certainly a fun guy to chat with. But let's start with 2012, with you moving to Nashville with your wife, Darlene, and and running and how those two kind of came to be, if you will. Okay. Sounds great. Well, we arrived uh, in
1: Nashville in 2012. And started running, getting more serious with running, and that happened to be that I retired at that point, so I had more time to spend. And it uh, was something that just took off, kind of literally. And I started running more and more because I had more time to train, and that just made it really a great thing for me at that time.
0: Right, so run, you had not been much of a runner up until you moving to Nashville, right? That, that's
1: correct. Okay. Before it was just maybe small stuff, just here and there, a weekend thing for friends yeah. with friends, and then again when I retired, that's I had to find something that I wanted to do, and it just happened to be that we went to, uh, I, I saw a marathon happening, and I thought, well, that might be a good thing to do, and then we start. I started training, right, and started, you know,
0: the, picking yeah. up. You got the bug for us, so let's uh, let's start with your. You came to Nashville. So when you you were born in Texas, correct? yes, and then yes. you lived most of your adult life in California. Is That's that right. Cr- yes, okay. yes, So what is it that brought you to Nashville?
1: Well, our daughter did. Okay, uh, she came out to Nashville on a temporary basis, and she was going to come back to L.A. We were living in the L.A. area and uh, Newport Beach, and she didn't come back. <laughs> she decided she wanted to, she liked Nashville. She wanted to stay. And we kind of thought, well, okay, we came out here to visit her a couple of times and we thought she'd change her mind and come back to us. Right. And she just kept saying, no, she wanted to stay in Nashville. She liked it. And we kept coming more and more to Nashville and we liked it at first that, you know, we weren't sure if that's the place we, you know, we, she should be sure. Cause I hadn't thought too much about it. We wanted her back in California And uh, we actually grew to like Nashville quite a bit as we came out to visit her.
0: Yeah. So that 2012 area, I feel like that's probably just slightly before Nashville had the big kind of growth period. I know the Nashville Predators went to the Stanley Cup. I believe that was maybe more 2015. And that's how I remember it in my brain that Nashville really just started becoming more and more popular. So when you first moved here, That hadn't quite happened yet, but you were here all the way through 2018. So, do you do you remember Nashville being a little bit, you know, I guess smaller than than it is now when you first got here, or at least when you first came to visit your daughter? You know, it's funny. I don't think so. It seemed like people have told me that. Of course, it's grown, and I guess I see it. But
1: to me, it always had the same level, the vibe. You know, just great from the very beginning. And we were in the suburbs in Brentwood. So, I mean, that seemed to be about the same.
0: And that was the the attraction, really beautiful area to be in. Sure. I've lived here for 20 years now and, you know, couldn't be a bigger Nashville fan. It's literally one of my favorite things to talk about, especially to people who haven't been here and experienced it. But that's neat that, you know, so how far did you live outside of L.A.? In California.
1: Well, we're actually in Orange County. Okay. So we were in Newport Beach. That's about uh, maybe 40, 50 miles right. from and the actual but downtown close. LA. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you're close to obviously one of the biggest cities in the United States and had lived there for a long time, but through your daughter coming here, it didn't take long that, you know, at first you thought it was just a, a visit, something she'd get over pretty quick, but it turned it out being not only permanent for her then, but then ultimately permanent for you and Darlene and fell in love with it. Like she, Did pretty quick.
1: Right, right. It was a, it turned out to be a big surprise. Yeah. You know, a little treasure find. Cause when we came out, like I said, we came out to visit, and the more we came out, the more we liked how it looked, beautiful scenery, horse farms, you know, all that. It's just, wow, we don't get this in California. Yeah. So uh, at least not where we were at. So it was very, very nice and and very attractive to us. Yep. So when it came time to retire, I thought that might be a good place to come down out to. And it was awesome.
0: Yeah. That's a good success story that that uh, <laughs> that Nashville pounded out that way. I feel like I met you pretty quick when you came to Nashville, maybe maybe 2013 area. I know we met through running. I don't remember the day or the place that we met, but I know it it was definitely through running. Do you remember what like your first couple of runs were in Nashville? Did you immediately get connected with a particular group or a particular like area that you ran? Like when it, when you were first getting started with it, what was like those first couple of months like, and and who were you running with?
1: Oh yeah. When we first got here, we didn't know anybody, of course, other than our daughter. So we wanted to, you know, start doing something, socialize a little bit and running was a good way of doing it. I joined uh, some running groups. The first one was the Nashville Striders. You know, the group that was basically running all over. Right. That was great. And then they kind of introduced me to Fleet Feet. And once I started with Fleet Feet, I started going there and CB had some running evenings and stuff arranged. And Ten Roof 2 came up and then started with NRC. And then, oh, Southside. We're right. running with Southside on Thursday nights. And then we created our own running group on, on Wednesdays out in Percy Warner. Yeah. With, um, we call it the Monkey Run then started running long runs on Saturdays with, uh, again, flea-feet
0: programs. Yeah. That's great. so I mean that that so you just you telling that is, is sparking my memory. I feel like it was Tin Roof Two, where probably I met you first with Tammy and Kyle on Monday nights. They did yes. a, a great job getting that group up and running. And then Nolansville running running club because that you were close to their proximity yes. where you were living, right? Yes. And then of course I lived in South Nashville where you ran on South Side. South so side I was basically yeah. positioning myself, Roy, to anywhere you were running is where I wanted to be. <laughs> that's that's basically what I'm now reminding myself <laughs> okay. of. So (laughs) that's great. So you got very early on to running. Not only are you have the time to do it like you said you're getting involved in these groups pretty early early on that just makes it you know easier to go out to and then you know kind of gets you hooked on a little bit quicker when you know you're going to see these familiar faces and and have people to run with versus doing it all by yourself or just you and Darlene out out in the Franklin Hills somewhere. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It it, it became very addictive.
1: One led to the other and like I said uh, Nolensville was real close to us and of course Tin Roof 2 cool springs and they were just all so connected and they were running different nights and that was beautiful because it all came together nicely.
0: Yeah. Most of the time after I got involved with some of those running clubs, I, I think I've said this already, like whether it was East Nasty or, or 10 Roof 2, when I would be driving to go to that running group, I would almost forget that the running was a part of it. I mean, I knew I was wearing running gear like I knew I was going to do that, but I would be right. thinking about going to 10 Roof 2 and seeing you and Darlene and Christy Beth and Tammy. Like you, you think about who you're going to see and kind of look forward to that, and then the running's almost almost secondary to it, which, which makes it pretty cool. I think
1: so true, especially so true. from a
0: social butterfly like this guy. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Um, and who
1: is that guy? Yeah. I no want to know him, but that, that is you're right on with that. That became a big part of our, of course, why we, we ran and it kept us straight. Also on Monday, we was 10 roof Two. On Tuesday, we had wild wings, Wednesday, Nolensville, and so forth. Kept going Thursdays on, um, South Side. just knowing that you'd going to go and see particular folks that night and socialize and just
0: have a great time. That was fun. Awesome. Yeah. So you said you picked a marathon. What was the marathon you decided you wanted to run? The first one there that I was going to run was Miami, Miami the marathon. Miami Marathon. Yes. And had you ever run a marathon before? <laughs> yes, I had. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I ran my first marathon, unbelievably, was in 95. I ran the New York Marathon. Oh, great. That was my first marathon too. Is that
0: right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was a nightmare.
0: <laughs> not a good one to have as your first. Not,
1: so. not a good one because I had no idea about running long distances or training training. training for it or something like that. A friend of mine just said, let's run this. He was training, but he didn't share any of that with me. So he said, let's run, let's get signed up. And at the time there was no lottery. He just signed up and I did and happened to be living in New Jersey at the time. So I signed up and so it took a while to get there and so forth. And once I got there that morning, it was kind of snow flurries already beginning to start but it was great. I mean, the start off and the people that get so much support running through the five boroughs, just unbelievable. And that was all fantastic. Just kept you going. However, not training for a marathon is not good because your body eventually lets you know it. Right. And uh, I was basically just kind of duck walking it at
0: the end because I could not do any better than that. Totally. So I, I, I wish it, but yeah. I finished it. There you go. So that was your first one, New York city, 1995. Yes. And then when you signed up for Miami, you were more in kind of a running spot. You were running in some right. of these groups. You were more in a, in a groove, if you will. And then, so did you actually run Miami in 2012? Yes, I okay. did.
1: So you, what, what, it was interesting it was like after New York, I said, I can't do this anymore ever. Right. So I one put, and done, one and done. I said, what is this all about? So I just put it away in the back of, you know, my, my brain and said, no more of those. And like 10 years later, whatever, you know, in 20, uh, whatever it was in 2012, then I thought, well, I think I can do this now. I think maybe it looks like there's a training group to, to join and I can do that. And sure enough, the, uh, the group thing really helped out a lot. Right And training and all that just made it really more doable, even with the temperatures in Miami,
0: yeah. So, what month was the Miami Marathon? It, it's in uh, in January, the end of January. Okay. Yes. So you e- were, Even in January, still a little oh, muggy. Well, it's down yeah. there. It's about as south as you can get. Yeah. yeah. So, not not the coolest of conditions, no matter what time of year it is. So, when you were getting to when you, you you were retired and you finally had the time to start running, can you remember what it was about running when you had the time to do it that you kind of kept you after it like like really you said really quick that you got it, it was addicting and you know yes. being a part of the groups do you remember like what components about running just kept you continuing to run finding races to run and like what part about running really appealed to you oh yeah right away
1: it was the people like we were talking about before just the friends that i was meeting and the camaraderie just came together so fast, right? And it was pretty solid, you know. It just you could feel it, and you couldn't wait to get there to do some more runs and get together with everybody. So that was what kept me running. And, you know, adding on to it. And like I said, it's been a, a addictive. Mm-hmm. You just want to do a little bit more and find out what's there. And then we
0: all did. We all mm-hmm. wanted to go to the next level and so forth. So that was really great because you always had friends you were running with. No doubt. And so Marathon 2 in Miami, even though it was hotter, did that one go better than New York City? Yes. It did. Okay. There you <laughs> yes. go. It was interesting there. It was,
1: uh, I did interval running. That was uh, how I trained for the Miami. Was that, was that the interval uh, training gentleman, I can't remember when he oh, wrote the gosh, book. What I know. His
0: name? I know Anyway, exactly what you're but about.
1: that's what they were doing in Miami as part mm-hmm. of that training group. And so we'd run like five minutes and then uh, stop for a minute. Right. Well, not stop, but uh, walk,
0: walk for a minute. Run five minutes on, one minute off. That's right. correct. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so that made it more bearable. And I thought, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I thought that's the way I was going to run the rest of my life. Right. You know, it was like uh, intervals, but that changed. Jeff Galloway. Jeff. Yes. That he's got the book and everything. And they were really uh, big supporters of his program. And really, actually, it's a good way to start. Sure. Because it's easy on you and some relief and you can adjust it as you need to. Right. Those intervals is just what was worked for us. Perfect. You know, so you can run three and walk one or whatever it's, That's it's great.
0: So you got that started. How was it, how long after then running the Miami marathon, was it before you jumped kind of more on the trail side? Cause I, I know trails ultimately became what you did just as much of as roads, if not more. And then you even got into some ultras. What was kind of the, what was the time frame between completing the marathon and then trails kind of coming in the mix well i think that
1: year that same year uh, 2012 was the big year that i ran the nashville marathon so i
0: I think Start the, up with that The rock and roll one. Yes, roll, yeah, right? the, yeah. the country
1: music, they yeah. called it uh, rock
0: and roll, and yeah. that just about killed me. It's definitely you country know? music. You said it right. It <laughs> should always be called country music. You 100% said it right. That's a tough course. Well, yes. Yeah. It, 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 hilly, and I wasn't ready
1: for that. Coming out of Miami, it was an incredible. Uh, I thought, my goodness, what is it? Is this the way it's going to be from now on? And yeah, it was for the most part, but it was hard, and I thought I wouldn't get any better than that. But anyway, I finished that as well. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that kind of also spurred me on to a next level. Again, you have now your community around you, running community, and you talk and you gather and, and you know, talk about other you know, races and stuff. And someone, I think it might have been Steck, when I met Steck the first, uh, out in Tin Roof 2, mm-hmm. he t- was telling me about the… Uh, the 50 K training that you guys did at fleet feet. Right. And I thought, well, why not give it a try and join the, uh, the fleet feet training. Dirt group, bags. Uh, dirt bags. There right. you go. Yeah. Awesome. And then started uh, doing that
0: training for uh, stump jump. Yeah. So stump jump became my very first, trail run, right? 50K. So I think that if, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was, I know that was Scott Bell's first ultra trail run and it might even have been the same year of, as you or, or maybe one year afterwards, but that he, he was on the exact same flight plan. And he, he alluded that he, he felt like stump jump was, it was a pretty difficult 50K as far as just the terrain and, you know, all 50Ks are difficult for <laughs> sure. But he said like that one was that one pretty hard as just far as the actual race itself. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, that, that one definitely had some good. Challenges
1: on that, and that kind of got you. And you are thinking about, wait, we didn't train for all of this. It's right. like at no point time, in person wondered,
0: did I go through a creek? I'm not sure I'm ready for this. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what happened here? Yeah, we should have trained for you know more hours at a time.
1: You know, but. But uh, it got us there, you know, it yeah. got us to to the finish line and we all believe we all finished and we made great friends from that, you know, it just kind of, because we, we all
0: were training together. So we stuck together for the most part, right. you know, all the way through, uh, through that. That's cool. So the running a marathon like New York city and then running an ultra marathon, like stump jump are, are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Of course, New York city, biggest marathon in the world all concrete a lot of people not only running in it but cheering it yeah. um stump jumps in chattanooga in the woods no concrete but obviously different terrain a little bit further do you feel like you gravitated towards one more than the other or do are you still feel like you kind of the roads and the trails you like a little bit equal mix of both having having now done you know both of those races yes you know it's funny i, I hear people saying that they would know only do one or the other. But for me, it
1: was like, I love both. You know, there's something about it that I I love a good marathon. You know, it's got its own heartbreaks and, you know, victory and everything, but, and then the trails, just something different about as well. So Mm -hmm. for me, I like the balance. Yeah. And I, I actually felt that, you know, doing one helped you in the other as well. Right. Like I felt like I got a little faster in the marathons by running trails Mm -hmm. and you know, vice versa. Sure. So um, I kept uh, throughout uh, the time, just doing both.
0: Yeah, that's good. So now that you've been doing it, so you've been running for for almost seven years now consistently. Looking back on it, what's some races that you've done that uh, maybe we haven't talked about that stick out as some of your favorites or something that's just like a big kind of memory that, that you've done? I know you've even done some races overseas via, via trails, right? Like what's, what's a couple of them that jump out? you? I was like, man, that was, that was super cool. That's a big time memory. Well, uh, certainly I'll, I'll tell you about the trails,
1: but first of all, with the road marathons, Paris, I mean, just running Paris, yeah. being, being there is just amazing. I mean, just the, the feel they said, I'm here, I'm actually doing this and the Eiffel tower. And you see, you, you see the Arc de Triomphe and all that that's there while you're running through or next to them. And it's just fantastic feeling. Right. Although it was one of my worst times, but I enjoyed it so much. It was great. Right. Then Vienna, that's, that was beautiful. Copenhagen, Prague, Stockholm, Liverpool, ran that one as well. All marathons? All marathons, yes, yes. I mean, they, they've, they've been great. I mean, just being there, first of all, being at a place that you're visiting for the first time. And being able to, at the same time, run or prepare for a marathon
0: and complete it is just a fantastic oh, feeling. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. That's super cool. That's some of the most famous cities in the world. And you, you've got to see all of them with uh, a reason to go there to see it, but also with a purpose that you're going to run a marathon. Like you said, the the visual part of it, I imagine, makes the the whatever pain you're going through easier to go through. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're
1: as you know as a runner, you're going to be hurting at some point, but some of this is just unbelievable to, it just get in your mind, right? In your head that you are here in this location, pretty unique, you know, you probably won't be there again, but this is part of what's going to carry you through the race. Right. And it's just a beautiful feeling oh, to do that. Absolutely.
0: So then what about on the trail side some of the On the
1: trail done. side, well now Shamini doing the uh UTMB I did Swiss the, Alps, the, the, right, right. Yeah. You, you start off you know, in France and in Chamonix, France, and you run the, uh, the around uh, the Swiss Alps, Mont Blanc. Right, starting right. off in uh, Italy, Switzerland, finishing in France. You know that I mean, that is just the ultimate. That's probably. That's the, a, I have, think that's
0: the most famous trail run in the world. I would think. I the biggest. I would, yeah. in my
1: mind, it is, yeah. and I know it's very popular that way because I mean you can't get anything quite as scenic as that. That's right. just the. Uh, The ultimate, you know, in in trails. And when you get up there, way up there and and, uh, beyond the tree line and and then the valleys open up and you see the Switzerland kind of uh, farmlands and so forth, you can hear a cow bell, you know, in the far distance and waterfalls coming down and look up and you see the snow-capped mountains. I mean, it's just incredible wow. again that you're there and you're yeah. thinking, wow, this is just fantastic. And it's almost like the run itself just takes, you know, second place kind of or back seat sort of, yeah. you know, it's just that wonderful feeling and you can get a little distracted, but it's worth it though.
0: Do you ever is there ever any times when you're doing races like that? And I, I we, we have a couple other mutual friends of that have run in those races that talk about it. is there is there any parts in the races that are maybe more scary than they are beautiful as far as just like being way up in the mountains and maybe, you know, like a drop off or anything like that? I'm sure. Right. Well, yeah.
1: th- well there's certainly some of that as well. I mean, there, there are some steep areas and like the start. I mean, you're climbing for hours, at least about three hours straight up, 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 all the way. So it kind of takes a little bit of the... You know, you've got more hurt than uh, than the enjoyments sure. at that point. But when you reach the summits, then it starts to level off a little bit, you know, literally. And uh, you start appreciating more of what the scenery is all about. But even while you're climbing up, I mean, it's just fantastic because everybody is kind of in the same mode. The funny part about it is just people from all over, you know, right. the, all these other countries. And sometimes you know, the language... It is not all the same, right? Of course, it's just everybody. Uh, and also, the running etiquette is a little different sometimes. You know, oh, you, yeah. You're like you're trying to pass on the left or whatever, and they may not move for you. Right. It's okay, though. But uh, you make it work. You kind of just take the good part of it. And really, everybody's just trying to go through it as well.
0: And yeah. it works out really well because we have the same goal. Something to be said with suffering together. Yes. You know, out there. A, a good way of putting it. There you yes. go. Huh. So. You know, if you just if you think about the running you've done, Roy, in the past seven years, I mean, you've not only have you done a lot of just running in general, you've run in some of the most famous places in the world in a small amount of time. Do you feel like from somebody who went from, you know, running a marathon several years ago without training to then coming to Nashville, getting in some communities and really, like you said, taking off with it and just going to you know, you went from running on a Monday night fun run group to marathons to ultra marathons pretty quick. Do you feel like you have some, you know, God-given ability in running that has helped you out in that. Do you feel like you have certain strengths, whether it maybe be the mental side of it to just appreciate it? That's that's helped you out with it. Because you know, there's there's a lot of people that have tried running and haven't either a stuck with it or b kind of had some of the success that you've had with it. Looking back on it, what what do you feel like has just been some things that have helped you accomplish the things you have?
1: Well, I don't know about any God-given talents on that, but I know that it's a nice surprise to find that you're trying something and it feels good Yeah, and you're pretty good at it to a certain level and you feel like as you go along, you do more, a little bit more here and it just gets better and better. And then you start to experiment, you know, how far can I go? What else can I do? And that kind of thing. And it all comes together. And I feel like it worked out that way for me. It just happened to be something that I could do for, you know, this, this time and enjoyed it a lot. I think that has a lot to do with it. I love the atmosphere. I love the camaraderie, as I mentioned, and I think that carries you on as well. So, so when you're doing something like that, that you love, it's just amazing what you start to do right. you know, and accomplish. Yeah. So little by little, it, it just became better and better over time. To be honest, I was surprised myself yeah. sometimes just to find out that I could do something like, say, a Boston. I never in the, my you know father's dreams could realize that I could be in a, qualify for Boston. Right, And, yeah, sure enough, you know, in a, I think within a year or something like that, I was qualified for Boston. Man. Yeah, how, it, how many
0: times have you run that? I've run that
1: uh, four times. I've qualified five times, but uh, one, the last time I elected to go to Paris and run that one, Because Dara wanted to go to Paris at the same time.
0: (laughs) I don't know much, but I know this. If you listen to Darlene, things are going to work out for you. That I'm sure (laughs) of. Um, It worked out. So, yeah, I mean, that's, you just said it right there. That's, that's proof in the pudding that you have not only had some success with it through sticking with it to go from being able to qualify for Boston that quick. And then I think that's, that's, uh, that's to me the part that I've always tried to communicate with people who maybe tried out running and it didn't really stick or who haven't ever tried out running and are just, you know, curious about it. Like, you know, what, what is it about running that is, allowed you to keep doing that. I said very, very much to your point. It's it was Surprising to me in a good way how smart your body is if you feed it a little bit and right. add on more miles yes. or add on speed or things like that that your body will adapt with you if you do it the right way and it's I've always felt like I mean I think Christy Beth said this I've always felt like we are designed to run as human beings there's right. just been times in my life where I'm running that it—that it, you can almost feel it inside of you like yes. this feels like this is something my body is enjoying and if you can get Get to that part of being a runner i think right. it has a lot better chance of sticking i think a big part of your running career and your success was your hair myself <laughs> on more than one occasion i've complimented <laughs> you on your hair and there's just no way that that's not at least a part of uh, your success that's for sure. too funny <laughs> yeah for did, sure i never thought about my hair but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, so that let was- me ask you this about nashville if you had to pick your favorite run to do in Nashville I know you guys have been traveling a bit you and Darlene are back in Nashville for the holidays where would you guys go run as as your perfect run in Nashville if you could create it where would it be who would it be with what's kind of and it could be more than oh. one spot but what's what's just a couple of your favorite Nashville running spots well one of my favorites has been the Percy
1: Warner we call it the monkey run right it's an 11.2 loop that we run every Wednesday mm-hmm. and uh, we just kind of put that together and just kind of gathered every Wednesday morning. And yeah, you ran with us sure, as well. Yeah. And it just seemed like folks would come and join us as well and just show up and we'd take off running and do the loop.
0: And it was always just fantastic, especially when you finish. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. That's a challenge. I yeah. don't care how many yeah. times you do yeah. that route. And I've done, you know, if I've done the 5.8 – you know, yes. hundreds of time I've done the 11 to yeah. maybe ten. Like yes. it's it's just just it's significantly <laughs> harder to be right. five eight. But what a great a what a great way to start the day. Yeah. B yes. what a great route. But it's it's challenging oh, yeah. for sure. Well, absolutely. Yeah. So it's great for
1: your for your training that you're doing. But at the same time, you know you, you're in the woods, right. basically. Now that they've designed it with less cars and so forth, or restricted it, I should say. It's just great, you know, and you're just going through there with no problem. You see other runners and bikers and everything go through. It's just beautiful in early in the morning. Yes, that's so, a good. That's so a good one. That's, that's remained uh, one
0: of my favorites. Yeah, let's shift gears just a little bit from running. I want to talk about the past couple years where you and Darlene have been basically on. I guess you could label it a world tour. You, you've been going. <laughs> uh, both of you retired and, and yes. out really seeing the world. Talk about where that idea kind of originated, and then we'll kind of get to some of the places. That's that. When when did you move away from National? or not move, but when did you sell your house in Nashville and start this world tour? (laughs) Well, we've always had the idea that once we retired,
1: we wanted to do some traveling of course, but we definitely wanted to put a stake stake in the ground to make sure we don't miss our opportunity. Right. And it's very difficult because we also had grandkids here and our daughters here and sort of our, you know, big part of our family. It's hard to move away from that when right. I want to do something like this. But luckily they understood and we were able to get our plan together. And the big plan was to get an RV and travel the U.S. Right. with a, maybe a joint here to Europe. But somehow it kind of got modified a bit and we decided to go to Europe instead. And then said, okay, that's going to be our focus. We want to do it and at least go out for a year. Right. And so in order to do that we had to put some things in place. So we had to simplify. Our life yeah. had to get real simple. So we decided to sell everything we could basically. Eventually we sold the house and we sold our car. And then we just took got our plane tickets and Dar was very good at this of of arranging our Airbnbs. So we had a plan of where we we're gonna go. And then from there we just decided to Pick a place, you know, it didn't matter. Just pick a place we want to go to and then we'll select how much time we want to be there. And just kind of as as we felt, you know, as we went along, we picked a site and went there and then that led to the next place and the next place and so forth and i mean in a way it was crazy but it, the other way it was it was just beautiful just to sure. be able to go to these you know fantastic places so much history the look and sometimes postcard uh, beautiful kind of thing and just to be there and said so, okay, this is what we wanted to do this is definitely a big check in our buck to uh, to do that and you started in france we started that in first yeah place. we started in our favorite place chamonix France, and we stayed there for 45 days and we moved to Paris and stayed for, for 45 days as well. And that really allowed us to kind of just settle in and just be, try to be one of the locals as much as possible, of course, without the language. <laughs> sure. But um, that helped a lot. And that kind of got us to a nice settled level. We could really get out and do things that we wanted to do and so forth. And just sometimes just walk, walk the the, the neighborhoods and that kind of thing. It was just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also moved on to England. We, we went to London for about three months and that was a, a long one for us, but very much worth it. Again, taking time to just see things very slowly, easily and our, at our pace. And that was just beautiful. Just got an you know, Airbnb there and just got
0: to all the places we wanted to see. And that was that turned out to be a fantastic one as well. So what? If, it's probably difficult to answer this question, but we'll see if any jump at you. What's what's been a couple of the highlights? So, how long were you gone overseas total? I know you said you started in France, and then you, the most recent, you were in uh, in Canada. Yes. How long have you been gone total?
1: Well, we we were we left. I would say about a year and three months that we were gone total. By the time we came back and resettled here in the U.S., the last part of it was in Canada, where we went to Quebec City, and then Montreal. But the, the time, and again, the places we never thought we were going to go to Canada in a sense, mm. but it was one of those that just, you get this thing moving and you decide this is where you want to go to next and try that out or whatever. Whatever seemed like interesting
0: to us, we we went, let's try it out. Yeah. And we did. And it was great. Awesome, man. That's super cool. Do you, do you have, what's, what's one city that you went to that you didn't, when you started off, think you'd get to see that you, that you really like, that's a special one that you got to see on this, on this tour. Oh, I, I think there was uh,
1: several special ones. Like we definitely wanted to see more of Switzerland. Germany as well has a lot of cities that we wanted to see even uh, Austria, you know, getting out to Innsbruck just fantastic Salzburg just great as well I mean great combination of these cities with mountains and scenic rivers and stuff like that and old towns that are there in Switzerland just fantastic to be in Lucerne I mean it's just so pristine it's just you think it's like this can't be real it's got to be a movie set or something because I mean the mountains are there the lakes are just fantastic The, the town is just so pristine well kept and stuff like that I mean, just beautiful to see this. Right, and then uh, went Zurich as well. That was just another beautiful area, so close to one another as well. And we stayed at Airbnb there and felt, you know, kind of comfortable where we could go and shopping and that kind of thing, and get our groceries and all that. And then, you know, just kind of go along and move along to different other other
0: cities on trains. Yeah. And um, just, I mean. It, it, it came together nicely that That's way. That's awesome. Loved it. Man. So you guys, you said you tra- you had to minimalize a lot. So when you're when you're <laughs> traveling, are you just guys have a couple bags with you basically? <laughs> that I mean,
1: think about this: trying to pack for a year. You know, wow. it, I mean, how how do you do that? I, I mean, don't. We, we, I don't do well packing for a <laughs> week. Yeah, I know. It 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 was hard. It, it hit us like, how do we pack for a year? Because we're going to be gone. We're not going to have access to any of this. So. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. And we actually took four bags. So we had two big bags and two carry ons. And amazingly enough, that was too much. Oh, wow. So we, when we were in London, we shipped some bags back. So we were scaling down into, to two and a half bags and, you know, that kind of thing because we just had to, so much. And you want to be light you right you know when you're traveling especially all the trains you got to carry everything with you and also the charge they will charge oh, sure. you for like on flights and all that for you know different too many bags or overweight bags and that kind of thing so we scale down quite a bit and running clothes fantastic yeah. they're light easy you know light and they wash easily oh sure right yeah so i mean easy to pack instead of jeans and that kind of stuff so
0: oh, we, awesome. we use that a lot man it came in handy so you didn't know and you said i i, I asked you earlier but you said no rental car so you were basically planes trains staying in and airbnbs yeah. uh, i'm sure the occasional taxi ride or something but you said more than anything you guys were just on foot a oh lot. yeah oh yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, for the most part, we walked everywhere. Our effort was to walk. If we could see where it's at or know where it's at, we'd walk it as much as possible. Sometimes we took a train here and there you know, to get around. Maybe we needed to be there faster. But yes, walking was the way to get around for us. Because yeah. actually you saw so much more when, you, when your destination took you through other areas you had, didn't know were there, basically. Right. And you discover something really interesting, and it's just
0: nice. Oh man, great to happen. Is, yep. I'm enjoying hearing about it, of course, but I'm I'm proud of you and Dar for making making that jump. I know almost every person who's ever lived, I think, has said to themselves, "I want to travel and see the world." But like you said, actually planning it and making it happen right. is no easy feat. No. But the yeah. fact that you that you did it and you and you're kind of in the middle of it now, and you so is is the plan to now go back. To the RV theme and 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 do some more yes. state stuff. Is that yes. is that the next leg of the tour, <laughs> right. if you will? Our next chapter, sort of. Yes, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we've actually bought our RV. It's a forty-one footer, diesel pusher that we now have, and and it's our home. Yeah, we call it our passion because that's now our passion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's kind of like a continuation, if you will, of Europe. Small, compact. You know. And we'll take it on the road. Right. So, but now we're in the U.S. So we're going to take it all around the U.S., all park, in all the parks around, go out west and continue that for several years. So all we're we're lacking right now is our car. We're going to purchase our car so we can tow that with us. And we're here in Nashville for the holidays with, you know, our grandsons and April, our daughter, and our uh, son-in-law, Nixon. So spending some
0: time with everybody. The other thing that you're missing is a potential cabana boy that could ride around (laughs) with you in the RV. Roy, I'm not a great cook, (laughs) but I can clean that RV. I wash clothes very well. I'm a great (laughs) folder. So I'm going to let you guys get out there on the road, and then if you feel you're in in need of a third, I'm okay. offering my services right now. I
1: will definitely keep that in mind. That yes, sounds that's awesome. That's a good to offer. Me. I mean, having drew along i mean come on i can uh, i can
0: guarantee you we'll have commentary out on the road for sure maybe probably more than you and dar would prefer but i still would like to be a part of it true Uh, that's so cool man roy Um, i i really just think that's a a neat thing that you guys are doing and in the middle of thank you i love that the running story with you has so much to do with the the people and the camaraderie part and then that's the kind of the enjoyment that you've found the most and it, it doesn't surprise me you're you're absolutely one of the most friendly people I've ever, I've ever met. So, but well, that's cool you. to hear that story yes. and that it's still something that you enjoy and, and sounds like, uh, something you plan on keeping, keep doing for sure. Um, absolutely. That's, yes. uh, that's my favorite part about running too, is, is who you get to do it with. And I think my only goal ever with running has been to, to hopefully do it as long as I can to just keep it going kind of thing. You know, for me or for us,
1: uh, is like, it's been keep it simple as much as possible, you know, just kind of simplify everything, even the running as much as possible. And like we're now, we're coming back to some of the basics, kind of recharging our batteries, if you will, from a running perspective. And it feels good. Mm-hmm. It feels good to have just that little, that fun, total fun when you're running. Right. And uh, what we really miss though, has been our friends out here. But now that we're here in, in Nashville, which is our base, our home base, mm-hmm. we get to see a lot of our friends again and kind of, you know, recap those uh, those moments that we've
0: enjoyed for so long. Well, it's no surprise to me that I think you guys have only been here for a little bit amount of time, and the sun has been shining all <laughs> week, Roy. So, no surprise here. I think you guys brought uh, brought that with you. Well, uh, we try. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's talk just a little bit more about Nashville while you were here. What what's a couple of things that you really ultimately? loved about being in Nashville and now being back like this what's some things about the city that really you know from someone who didn't think that it would ultimately be your home to now right. being here what's some things that you just ultimately have really enjoyed about Nashville I think uh, first of all it's just the energy very good energy in Nashville the positiveness that
1: I, I seem to you know come across all the time and thirdly I think it's just the uh, the landscape I mean it's still so beautiful Mm-hmm. You know, he, you know, in anywhere, uh, you got downtown Nashville with all the charm and then you've got the oh. horse farms out towards Brentwood and Franklin and all that. It's just so scenic that way. Right. And then the people, you know, that of course we've met over time, just, you know, they they just, it's mm-hmm. the fun They're the joy, you know, just seeing them puts a big smile on my face. You know yep. what I mean? And it, cause I always know it's going to be a pleasant time mm-hmm. that we're going to have. So that always brings us back to a good feeling here in Nashville and always love from the very beginning. You know, it just seemed to, once we got to know it and gave it a
0: chance, it's like, wow, what a surprise. Fun is actually a good word to describe the city. There's all there's all different levels of fun that yes. you can experience. But I, you're right. There's just a lot of things in the Nashville energy. that you can do. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Positive, that you get strong positive energy, energy yes, and, yeah. and some and a lot of fun times to be had. That just made me think. Having traveled the world now over the past kind of year and a half, and being back in Nashville, is is there anything that you can that just immediately jumps out at you? That's just a big difference in. Being overseas versus being in the United States. Anything that's just like a that's just noticeably different now that you've been over there and now you're back in the States, good or bad, anything that just jumps at you? I love right away the not having to pay to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. That's a big
1: plus. That I is. mean, when, I, when we're out somewhere, it's like you don't have to pay. You can, yes, use our bathroom, no problem. Because right. Otherwise, you always have to carry, carry some euros with you to pay some lady or whatever, who's there, the attendant that's yeah. there. But no, on a more serious note. is that, like, that would get me. I think I use the bathroom
0: all the yeah. time. I'd yeah, be like, broke, Roy. Well, <laughs> it, it, believe it or not,
1: it, it's a challenge yeah. because you're not going to be able to just go anywhere. So right. keep that in mind. Carry some t- spare change with you. But the biggest thing uh, to, that about uh, being back here, it, it's just uh, the familiarity. this beautifulness everywhere. You know what I mean? And there is things to appreciate here as well that mm-hmm. just you miss when, sure. you're, when you're gone. And in, in the U.S. in general, you know, kind of thing. It's like brand names, you know, kind of the, the currency, you know, it's like, Oh my goodness. We kind of took a beating there, you know, the budget going out there, right? You no, know, it, it's, it's good to be back home, no matter how much, uh, we travel. I think it's always great to, to come back.
0: Yeah. Well, I know, I know we're glad you're back. That's for sure. Uh, let's talk to a little bit about music. We, we talked a little bit about this. Are you, uh, uh, do you listen to music, uh, when you run, are you a music guy when you run? Yeah. Well, no, no. I don't listen to music while I'm running. I never
1: never have. It just seems like it's, I don't know, something about just being with, you know, outdoors and just being in the moment, I suppose, feels great. Uh, I've tried music, but I do love music. And I'm a real... I, um, you know, as you know, I'm an old guy, older guy. I'll say that. <laughs> For those who have not seen me, but I definitely love old school and Motown is one of my favorites. Uh, yeah. type of music that I love to hear.
0: And you, when you guys were traveling, were you able to? Were you able to listen to music? Some like if you just have some music on your oh, yeah. phone and oh yes, yeah,
1: yeah, we we definitely took some with us and. And in our Airbnbs, we'd just turn on some new music. And sometimes we dance. Yeah. You know, well, who's,
0: who's a couple of your favorite artists that you just, you feel like you listen to more regularly? Well, like I said, I love the Motown uh, sounds. So I do
1: have my playlist of that that I enjoy quite a bit. And we put that on. And it always sounds great. It takes us back to some real good days and yeah. all that. So, younger days, I should say. Yes. It's always good, but some oh. younger days. How's that? Yes. James Brown, is that one? James Brown, Aretha Franklin, the staple singers with Mavis, Teddy Panda with uh, Harold Melvin Teddy. and Blue Note. Teddy P. Oh, my goodness. And you said like Barry White? Oh, I mean, sure come on. You got to have, uh, yeah. when the evening gets right, a little Barry
0: White. Is right. That's right. (laughs) Oh, God. I might get a shirt that says that. That's perfect. So, did you have you seen any concerts in Nashville where you guys are here? Did you guys Uh, see any shows? Yes. We don't see a lot of concerts. We did catch Greg Allman. Oh, yeah. And of course, he's passed
1: away since, but we got to see him at the Ryman. Oh, nice. Just love, you know, the Allman Brothers tunes from way back. So he's got the voice or had the voice,
0: I should say. And it was a uh, great, great concert. Right. Is there anybody that you haven't seen before that, that if you, that if you could, if you and Darlene go, go see at the Ryman this weekend, any, anybody oh, you could pick, oh. who,
1: who, would, you, who well, would you go see? I, I tell you what, I would go back to what we just talked about. Yeah. Say a Motown review. Oh yeah. You know, with some of the greats, like you just said, James Brown, Aretha Franklin, Marvin Gaye. Oh yeah. You know, the Temptations. OJ's, those kind of things. I mean, that'd be just get beautiful. Get them all
0: back in the room. But that's probably a tall order that we get some of those back there. But <laughs> I know. Yeah. Hey, but I can dream. That's right? true. Yeah, on, a, dream. on a complete well, in a dream scenario, then it is you, me, and Darlene that are going to that. Show. <laughs> okay. That would be, that would be right up my alley too. <laughs> Very good. So here, here's something I want to talk to you about, Roy, and I, I'm going to try to frame this in a way that I can kind of get inside your head and your heart a little bit. I've known you for a while. You're without a doubt one of my favorite people. You're always smiling. I think what my favorite part about you that I've just seen, not only to me, but to others is how you treat people. It's it's very oh, wow. noticeable when I first meet you. You're just, you know, you have a lot of genuine kindness about you, obviously very friendly and so forth, is what what would you attribute your personality to like your, again, just your way of treating people kindly and just having this very enjoyable nature about you, you know, what, what is it that you, that that comes from, I guess?
1: Well, I I guess the first right off the bat is respect. You know, you got to have respect for a person you're meeting and kind of come in with the attitude, of course, good attitude, but that you're going to like something about them. They've got something to offer. You know what I mean? Because we all do. And so you want to bring that out as much as possible and enjoy that, you know, and I think that, that always has worked well. It's just like, wow, find out some interesting things. We all have different backgrounds and just look for it, look for it, appreciate it like an apple polish that every day. And I think it works nicely. I like, I like the feeling in that same token, you know, sometimes you're not going to have that working hundred percent, but if you do just it, just kind of veer away a little bit from those that don't bring that to the table. In other words, I'm looking for his positiveness. I love being positive as much as possible. Cause we, you know, the things are going to happen in life, but if you can kind of just stay focused with the good stuff, you know, and you know, bring that to the top. Right. And then just kind of live there as much as possible. Take care of business, but enjoy the good.
0: Right. And that helps. enjoy it in people and enjoy it in life. Yes. That's good. Yes. Every, everybody has, um, has things about them like you said that is either a good personality trait or something that's good to offer and and search for that. Me personally, I think we should just have a lot more more Roy Tamazes out there. <laughs> if at some point in time here in the near future duplication oh. is uh, possible, what is it? What was it when you can recreate somebody? What do they call that? Oh, uh, reincarnate? Uh, what's uh, the word? Replicate or what? Uh, yeah, uh, Crone? Maybe if uh, we can clone, hey, there you hey, go. Hey, if we can clone, clone somebody, I'm, clone. I am taking get it right. you to the top of the list. We're we're <laughs> clone. gonna clone you first. <laughs> so let's do this, Roy. We're going to move forward to our fleet feet okay. or not our fleet feet. We're going to move. We are going to move forward to our running the six, one to five speed sessions. Oh. I'm, going to have, I'm going to ask you a lot of quick questions. Wow! Uh, not anything that you have to think a lot about. Just whatever answer jumps at you. That's how we're going to, that's how we're going to go. Okay. Sound good. Do you know, let me ask you this. I ask this, everybody. Do you know what the fastest mile is that you've ever run in your life? Oh my goodness. Uh, no, you know, no. I think it was four minutes and two seconds. I guess. <laughs> it was one of the twenty-six miles that you ran in New York City Marathon back in nineteen ninety-five. just don't know what. I I wish. Yes. So all right. So we're gonna we're gonna go through just some quick questions, and again, no need to spend a lot of time thinking about it. But just gonna rapid fire, if you will. Okay. All right. You just gotta you just gotta pick pick one or just answer it how you see best. You ready? Ready. Okay. Ready. Roads or trails? Both. Both. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Oh, a night owl. For okay. sure. Country, hip hop, rock and roll or Motown? There you go. Motown. Yeah, I just added it. that I one know, in there for I you. Know. I, I realized yours okay. wasn't even on the list. Yes. What is your favorite restaurant in Nashville?
1: Oh my goodness. We don't go to restaurants much, but uh, oh my goodness. Tin Roof 2 maybe? Okay. There you, there go. you go. Tin Roof 2
0: has a great menu after, uh, after a run. That's right.
1: They do have menus. Yes. We always uh, celebrate with beers. I there you think. go.
0: Well, yeah. beer. Beer is my next question. Yeah. What is it? What do you like most? Coffee, tea, soda, water, or alcohol?
1: Oh my goodness. Well, of course it's alcohol yeah. after a good run. You yeah. know, you a good beer. You know, it just celebrates the the finish. Are you so? Are you a beer guy more than anything else? Well, you know, it's funny because uh, we've been having a lot of wine uh, on travels. <laughs> yeah, I bet. While we're yeah. traveling, yeah. So I've gotten a little bit more in the wine side. So I enjoy that pretty equally, you know. I did Good beer. And actually, with Oktoberfest, just did that.
0: Yeah. In Munich, you did Oktoberfest in Munich. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Cow. That's, that, that's how we wrapped up our Europe tour. Man. Yeah. Beer is a big part of that. <laughs> it was big. big. <laughs>
1: but uh, but wine right now seems to be a very very high in our
0: list. There you go. Yeah. That's 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 where you're at right now. Yes.
1: Dogs or cats. Oh, I'm sorry. We we don't have either. Either. Yeah. Did you ever have, did you have any? Well, actually we had, uh, dogs, yes. we had dogs. Yes. Okay. So we, I don't think we've ever had cats. So yeah, dogs, so. probably it. Are you, do you consider yourself a talker or a listener? Well, it depends. My wife, what does she say here, huh, Darlene? <laughs> I'd like to think that I listen, you know? I think you're listening. But uh, I do like to engage, you right. know, in a good conversation. I just, i learn more. Sure.
0: Which yeah. one would you think I am? <laughs> i think i wrote that uh, okay thing. let's just go on to the move next to one next okay uh beach <laughs> or mountains oh you know what it's
1: funny because when i was younger uh beach was it right but now that i'm older mountains for sure right yeah that, just something about it just more scenic and I'll, I'll move there in a minute yeah you know yeah
0: so were you did you grow up in texas or how, how old were you when you moved to california
1: well, uh, I moved to uh, California after the air force. Yeah. So when I completed my air force, uh, duty or tour, I should say, I moved to California and that was in, I like, I don't know, 79, something like that. But my younger years were in Texas.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And did you do some surfing when you got to California? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So and, there you yeah. go.
1: And believe it or not, we did some surfing out in Galveston, Texas as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so, we used to
0: live by there. Right. Yeah. So started beach, now your mountains. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, is there anything that annoys you?
1: <laughs> oh, uh, boy, I have to ask <laughs> Darlene. Uh,
0: I, I, well, you know. Paying to I, use I, the no, bathroom, you know that's one. <laughs> I, yeah,
1: yeah. paying pain for bathrooms is really a, a real problem. I guess to, for me, a lot of negativeness really annoys me when I hear more and more negativity, it's like, wow, that's just, come on, there's got to be something good. You know what I mean? So I think that kind of gets to me
0: after a while. Yep, so. I'm the same way. Do you have a favorite condiment? I don't know. Dar, I have to ask Dar. Is there anything prevalent overseas that you feel like you had a lot that, uh, that was part of ketchup? No, you know, I'm not a big ketchup guy. I, in fact, I don't think I use a lot of condiments. Well, Margaret Jones was our last guest. And she said she doesn't use condiments at all. <laughs> So there you go. Maybe we'll, we'll put you more on the non content. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm probably there, you know? Yes. Okay. Cookie or candy. Oh my goodness. I think cookie. Yeah. Cookies, yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite sports team? 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, 49 being, being, really good like, this year.
1: Being from the Bay Area. For so, sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you might not even need to answer this question based on the last uh, 15 months of your life. What is your favorite dream? What is a dream vacation spot? Is there anywhere that you haven't seen that you're still, well, still on the list? Oh, yeah.
1: There's certainly things. Like I said, we have focused on uh,
0: Europe. We still want to go to Asia.
1: You know, Japan, China, Australia. Yeah. You know, those are still still on our list
0: and we'll get to them once uh, sometime in the right when the time is right. There you go. Just yep. keep 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 moving that direction. Yes. Do You have a favorite TV show or movie of all time. Oh my a TV show right now we're watching, uh, what is it called? Shit's Creek. Oh yeah. That's funny. <laughs> that series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that one's that, up there. That okay. is great. Yeah. Right now. Cause that's what I can remember right now. There you go. What is the best way to recover after a long run or a race? Wow. Well, Dar usually helps me out with a
1: nice, uh, Epsom salt bath. Oh yeah. You know, she kind of, at, at least until we had the RV. Right. So that's always been a plus. And a little martini.
0: There you go. I was hoping yeah. alcohol was part of it. Is um, is there anything you are afraid of? Yeah, getting Darmad. mad. Yeah. Don't yeah. get dar yeah. mad. Well, I've uh, never seen yeah. that. Your your wife smiles as much as you do. So well, I don't I don't want to see dar mad. It's gonna be forty years. That, forty that, years of marriage? Yeah. Oh, good yeah. For you. So I
1: think I'm doing something okay. You yep. know, something must be working.
0: So it's okay to be afraid of your wife. That's all right, didn't it? <laughs> 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 um airplane or road trip if you had to pick one. Oh, I think road trip. Yep.
1: Yeah, d- definitely. Yeah. Well, and actually by trains. I mean trains in Europe are just fantastic. Right. That's the way to travel. Right. Totally. You don't have to put up with all the hassles of uh, of flying. Right.
0: But uh, if we had better train system out here, I think it'd be great. Yeah. The more I read these questions, Roy, the more I feel like I was thinking of you when I wrote them all out. There. They're all. They're all. They're all just really applying right now. It's road trips coming right yeah. around the right yeah. around the bend. So that's in there. Um, something that you have never done but you would like to try.
1: Oh my so yeah there's so many things i mean parachuting yeah kind of, yeah <laughs> it's like flying i would love to fly to you learn know how to fly learn how to fly yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that, that would be great so and maybe one day play a guitar
0: yes you know so. good buddy scott bell yeah uh, is is now a legit guitar player so the, all right way to go scott there's yeah. here and there breakfast lunch or dinner oh i love breakfast yeah that's my favorite yes you, man uh
1: what makes you happy Oh, just being alive, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and let's not forget
0: Dar. <laughs> oh, yes. Being alive and having a good having life. Being alive and being with Dar. How there you that? go. Two great answers. <laughs> um, what has running taught you? Uh, well, you know, it, it's
1: kind of taught me that try things. Mm-hmm. You know, try because, you know, if I wouldn't have tried it, I wouldn't have known. And all that I got to enjoy was because of, you know, trying it out. And and then you can discover, you know, what you have, and go further. Actually, it, it's also taught me that I can do more than I thought I could. Right. You know, so that was great. Sure. To find out. That's no, that's great. What's your favorite holiday? Well, I think Christmas. Yeah. 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 With the kids. No doubt. Grand, grand. Oh, they love it. I love seeing their smile. You know, when about Christmas time, it's like they're just so giddy, and you know, it's full of life. It's like I want to be there. Oh. You know. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Who inspires you? Oh, well, Drew, Drew, the D's, Drew, Dar. There you no? go. There you go. That's perfect. Well, <laughs> I maybe just inspire you by running my mouth. I'm not sure I, do, <laughs> I belong in that category. Oh, come on. You,
1: you, you you're a great personality. I got to say, I mean, I'm not just blowing smoke up here. You know what? But it's, it's good to see and know a person like, like you as well, because you bring so much to, to the community. You keep things moving you know positive it's always fun and and fun's good do you have a favorite book or a favorite quote well you know it's funny um of course i love the beatles right and george harrison uh, the quiet one i love when when he put together all things must pass so no matter how things how bad things get it'll pass mm-hmm. or no matter how great the day is, take advantage of it because it'll pass. Right. So, I mean, I really love how that comes across and books. I like just a lot of biographies,
0: yeah. you know, so I really enjoy that in general. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Beatles have got a lot of quotes out there that I feel. Oh like yeah. Really, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's strong though. What one piece of advice would you give to your younger self? Oh my goodness. You could go back to Roy and out in, uh, in Texas. What would you, what would you say? Oh my goodness.
1: Uh, you know, it's kind of funny because in, in a way there's, there's certain things that I would have liked to have redone, you know, just kind of not go a certain road, but, but if I didn't go down that road, I wouldn't be here, you know, and it's kind of a, a tough call. I don't know. I mean, that's a hard one. Maybe trust the journey. Yeah. You know, it's funny too, because I've always had a kind of just a gut instinct that things are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where it comes from, but it just seems like it's there and you know, just kind of keep moving along. It's going to be good. Life is good. We'll, we'll, we'll find the good stuff. You know what I mean? Right. And we'll gravitate to it, like you said, and just make it work. In that sense, I'd rather just let it let things be as, right. they, as Stick they are. with the decisions y- you made. Yeah, that's good, man. Not, I mean, not that they're always right. No, but N- not, no, not, the not that, that they've uh, always got me the the best results. But I think it makes me who I am in a sense you know, with a good, bad and ugly kind of yeah. stuff, you know, it kind of, hopefully the good kind of outshines the rest. Oh,
0: yeah. I, well, I, I think it has, that's a good way to look back on it, that you, even if you could have changed some of the decisions that you made, you're not necessarily sure you'd want to, because you, you've ended up where you are and yeah. you're in a good place. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a good answer. What is your favorite race distance? If you just had to oh, put one particular distance, that was your favorite to run. What, <laughs> I love a marathon, but a favorite, just like half marathon i think it's like perfect yeah
1: you know because there's not a lot of training for that and you can really still have a good time and you know it just seems like and it's easy to do like mm-hmm. in a moment's notice if you want you know kind of say yeah i'll do it and i'll get
0: on on that and yeah. do it about but, the time it gets a little bit uncomfortable it's you're close to the end yes yes marathon you got no yeah. chance There, there's, there's going to be a part there that your body's You've got some kind of problem <laughs> exactly. with what you're doing. Would you rather run in the hot or run in the cold? Well, for me, I, I like the cold. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know,
1: the hot just, uh, it's unbearable. Yeah. And especially if you're running. So yeah, the cold's better for me. Yeah. Awkward.
0: When you are running, would you rather give a hug, a high five, or a fist bump?
1: <laughs> I want a hug. There you go. Yeah. And sometimes a kiss on the cheek.
0: Ah, ah even you better. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, That's there awesome. There you go. We've talked a little bit about this, and if you want to take your time, that's fine. What do you think is the purpose of life, Roy? Oh my, my.
1: You know, it's funny, the purpose of life, I guess just do the best you can. You know what I mean? The, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know if, if there's any real answers in life, but do the best you can, the best person you can, enjoy your friends, enjoy your family, and keep going. Yeah, You know what I mean? And like I said, because things will pass and you don't want the good stuff to pass you. So uh, for me, life, just take it every, you know one day at a time and simplify your life. That's one thing oh, I yeah. want to say as much as possible. Keep it simple and enjoy it. You know, yeah. enjoy every day.
0: Well, I like I told you when you got here. When I first started thinking about this podcast, I wrote down just a couple names. Like literally, the the day I started thinking about wanting to start a podcast, I just wrote down kind of what I wanted a theme to be. Some things I thought I'd would be a good kind of topic, and then I went went real quick to the people that I wanted to interview, and and your name was was way up there on the list. I feel I feel like I've you know known you a long time. It seems like probably a good five or six years, but I love the. Way way you live your life. I've loved the answers that you've given today, Roy. Like this, this interview is just validation of, of why I'm such a huge fan of yours. And, uh, I, first of all, I appreciate you coming and, and yes. being on this, uh, on this podcast. I know you, your, your time is limited now that you're back in Nashville, but man, I, I love the way you treat people. I love the way you you make me feel when I'm around you. And just, uh, thanks for being a good example of what life should be about, Roy. appreciate it. Wow. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here, you know, to
1: join some of the other greats that are on board already. Hopefully I can kind of just
0: touch upon a little bit of that, stay right in that level. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm super fortunate to have some, some great guests already, but but I've enjoyed some of those already. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. It's been great. I'm glad you're doing this. I mean, it's really fun to, to listen to and and hear so much about other friends as well Mm -hmm. that I've known, but have not known some things about them.
0: No, Good no stuff. doubt. Yeah. I can honestly admit I've been surprised with with how much I've enjoyed it so far and, and just some of the positive feedback that I've, I've gotten from it. Really, I've said this numerous times already. I started it for selfish reasons. I love to talk <laughs> clearly and I wanted to interview my friends and let them tell their story and just been really happy and, and pleased with how it's gone so far. And I'm pretty sure this interview is going to take running the 615 into the stratosphere. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't, that there, it's only going Oh, from here right. my man but happy holidays you know. to you roy thanks again for being here and, and certainly hope we get to hang out some before you and dar head out on the open road that would be great all right thanks bud all right